It's time for the forecast. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Welcome to the forecast, a podcast like no other. Just talking? Well, what's the show about? The Forecast, sponsored by Charterhouse Real Estate. Charterhouse is redefining how you view real estate by eliminating the typical commission structure of 6 or 7% to sell your home. List your home for $24.95 plus 3% and still get full service. And still get full service. Check out charterhouseiowa.com to learn more. There's only one thing I value in this world, Stephen, that's loyalty. Without it, you're nothing. You have no one. It's the only currency you can count on. Now, please welcome your hosts, Mark Charter and Chris Williams. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. I think you may have something here. All right, guys. Uh, forecast today, May 16th. Uh, we're starting this off at 11 a.m. for your listening pleasure. Normally we do this a little earlier, don't we? Uh, I had something going on this morning? I had the uh, three-year-old preschool graduation. Well, it wasn't really graduation. They handed her a certificate. And I, I, no, bet, I bet morning. Nick has a problem with it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Come on, Nick. Go off on three-year-olds, dude. What's funny about that is I'm watching all these kids – and they they have three songs to sing to us, and she goes to a Christian preschool, so it's like God they do her. they do a lot of the like Jesus loves me this right. that stuff. Well, they before like the Christian songs, they did the they had like a CD player going, and the kids were like singing along to it, and you it, and it was really cute because they're dancing and doing all this stuff, and I was really enjoying myself, but I couldn't help but have. Like a thought, like from Nick creeping into my mind, being like, well, "This is it. They gotta have the CD player. What the hell you been doing with these kids for? When's this crap gonna end? I mean, they can't even. There should be their own kid playing yeah, the piano. Yeah, they can't even. They can't even play the guitar. Yeah, that, that's, what the hell are they been doing? That sounds like me. Where's the Loomis P? <laughs> What's going on? You ever notice, by the way, that uh, Jesus Loves the Little Children is the most racist song of all time? I was going to bring that up. I don't know. I know it's your favorite. Jesus Loves the Little Little Children, children, all the children children of the world, world. brown and yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight. So how is that racist? Yellow? You're calling people yellow? Who are you referring to there, Chris? I think it just means it doesn't matter what color you are. I know, but are any of us yellow? You could have said purple, right? I really think you're overthinking this. I don't think so, man. I don't think anyone would be appreciated to be called yellow. There's one of those yellow people. I mean, what, a bunch of big birds walking around. I mean, what what are we talking about here? Um, I think I have a valid point, and I'm sticking to it. So I won't let my children sing that song. Check out, uh, was it songmeaning.com? See what, no, see is what that it a says thing? Yeah. Songmeaning? That's meaning. a real thing. Something like that, yeah. Ricky Fowler, by you the way, rocking some pink pants today. PGA uh, Championship is on. Tiger just eagled. We're going to keep you updated here because I know that's what you tune I, in for. Live golf updates. <laughs> Actually, they're not live. Yeah, most people listen to this on, like, Saturday. You realize that, right? All right, so we're talking about Thursday golf. <laughs> By the way, so Jay Wright 07, is that the Twitter name? I should get this right. Uh, Jay Wright, yeah, he's a good dude. He, he's uh, I've met him before. Yeah, nice Jay, Jay, Jay Wright 07 on Twitter. By the way, you can suck it. Uh-oh. Whoa. Wow, we're... Yelling at the audience, long, telling them long, to... Long-time podcast friend, Chris Williams, does one <laughs> podcast with George <laughs> Niang, and suddenly we've been replaced. Man, you're really like offended 200-something episodes. Did you listen like, to oh, it? you guys better step up your game. Did you yeah, listen, yeah, to yeah, I listen to it? I listen Niang, to it. Niang, like, a couple of those stories he told were awesome. I had no idea. So George and I have, we've, and, and if you guys are listening to this and you haven't yet, I'd check it out. I, I've known, like, the stories of his visit before because, like, literally, like, when he was a junior in high school, we were buds. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the only recruit where I've ever developed that type of relationship with where, like, oh, I really like this guy. And, like, he loved being interviewed. He loved all – and you could tell. Yeah. And he kept that a secret, the Megabus story, mm-hmm. for – like damn Ever. near eight years. Yep, that is crazy. I had no idea that him and his mom and his uncle 
had to take a mega bus to Iowa City because she forgot her credit card. Is that the one that says a dollar on the side? Like, what's the dollar? No one's riding that for a buck. Anybody know the mega bus uh, business plan? You know what I'm no, talking about? I don't, it say no, a dollar I know exactly what you're talking about. I just don't know how they make money. Okay. All right. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, tweet, a dollar. Tweet right? at us like if you know how Chicago. Megabus makes money. Well, this this might be dumb. Is it subsidized of any because it's I, mass I, transportation I, and they're encouraging it? I have I, no idea. I, I don't know either. I don't find it profitable though. Yeah, to take a bus. So anyway, still around? I don't. Tiger Woods minus one three thirteen. By the I way, I can't say that I've seen one in Des Moines in um, years. It maybe has been a while since I've seen it, but I've certainly seen them. At some some point. Anyway, it's like sending a letter across the country for fifty cents, right? Like fifty cents. It's just amazing. Isn't it? Think, isn't it fifty two? I don't no. know. Who, do you know price of a stamp right now? It's not that much. It's like forty six cents. No way. No way. Can someone Google that over there? Price of a stamp today. What is it? I I think it's more than that. Is it fifty? Let's get to the bottom of this. I want true story here. I think it's more than that. Maybe it's 50. first class mail letter, fifty five cents. I want fifty five, boys. First class mail letter metered is fifty cents. So if you have a little meter in your office, I believe. Okay. Yeah, fifty five cents. You get a discount. This is like two thousand and eight in Shenandoah, Iowa. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm on their morning show, which you got to understand the demographic of people listening. It's an old crowd. <sighs> Many of them wearing overalls. Got it. And I went on a rant one day about how worthless the post office is and like how we don't need them anymore and it's wasting government money and like whoopsies and i had no idea the backlash because they were talking about this like and my coworkers were older people yeah they're in their like upper 50s probably i'm like nobody uses stamps anymore yep and they're like what do you mean we all go to the post office i'm like i gotta email somebody yeah or you go to ups like you, you don't need a stamp yeah and the amount of like negative feedback we got from this punk 23 year old on the air bad mouthing the united postal service Mm -hmm. you would have thought that i went on there and like praised obama or something (laughs) these are these are people that uh they 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 like they like the feeling of stamping an envelope and putting it in that blue slot man that's that's exciting uh the post office will go away at some point man i so i go to the one in bondurant and I don't like they're only open like three hours a day, mm-hmm. and I always just look in there, and it's such a lonely place. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's nice to have if you need well, it. Well, for now we need to be able to mail stuff, but uh, ten years from now, everything's online. At that point, hopefully, we're getting there. So, so you're upset with Jay Wright because he prefers the Niang podcast to the podcast. I just felt like he was telling us to up our game a he little bit. It, and he sent it straight to the top. It feels like the game. It, said, it, it feels like our game has been strong. And then he pretty much said, "Let me win a contest, so you guys will be my number one again." I think That's our game. I, I think our game honestly gets stronger this time of year. I do we too. We don't have to talk about games. I agree talk about with other you. stuff. We can talk totally about agree. Shenanigans. Speaking of that, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch people on <clears> something here. Uh oh! Pay attention, everybody who's listening. Pay attention. Listen up. This is a real thing. If you want to make some money, here's a real thing. So I've created a role here uh, at Charterhouse Real Estate for multiple people, potentially, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna break this down for you. Um, this is a great fit for someone that considers themselves social, meaning you know what social media is and you use it. You have a network of friends. You are involved in things. You are not a hermit. If you are a hermit, shut your ears for the next minute because this won't apply to you. We don't really like you anyways. A lot of hermits listen to this. So let's start there. Let's start there. We're looking for social people. Just dudes in their mom's basement. So so in order to, if if you're one of those people that loves us and wants to refer business to Charterhouse, God bless you. Uh, But we cannot pay you for that. You need to be a licensed real estate agent to receive a referral fee. That's like the law. That's the law. Okay. Can't break the law, so we can't pay you for that. We can say thank you. Maybe take you to lunch or something, but we're not paying you. Can I just do a real quick follow-up? Because I saw a deal, and now you tell me if this is illegal or not. Yep. Because I saw a friend of mine on Facebook, Mm -hmm. and he's a realtor, licensed realtor. Yep. And he posted like a house that he was trying to sell. Sure. And said, if you all share this. And a referral comes from your share, I'll give you $1,000. Is that legal? Uh, probably not. Okay. Probably not. Because all of a sudden, like, 
all these people from my hometown are like sharing this house, and it got really yeah. Annoying. I would say at a minimum that's a gray area, and it's probably bordering on. Okay, illegal sorry, I didn't that. mean to interrupt, but I, I just needed some clarification. I never want to say it's legal, it's illegal because I'm not the law, but that sounds like paying someone for a referral. So, um, so that's illegal. Okay, so let's. That's where this premise starts. Okay, so here's what we're looking for. We're looking for connected people that want to make a little extra money. This would be a great opportunity for somebody that maybe stays at home with their kids. Um, still involved with a lot of things, maybe want to contribute financially to the family, uh, but you can also have a job and just want to make some extra money on the side. So what I'm looking to do is bring on a handful of people. I've already started to promote this a little bit, but I want people to become affiliate partners of Charterhouse Real Estate. To do this, you need to get your real estate license. Now, very quickly, to get your real estate license, it's an online course that you take at home. That's uh, three in-person classes which takes a week of time or I think three consecutive weekends. It's 36 right? hours total of Am classic right? time. So, yeah, you can – there's a different – And then you take a test, that. okay? So that's generally the process to become a licensed agent. So we're looking for people that are willing to get their real estate license so we can pay them, but they're not becoming full-time real estate agents, okay? They just have their license, which by itself is a valuable tool to have, to have a real estate license. Does that last forever or do you have to – You have like- to renew it every three years, okay. either through uh, continuing education or you can retake the exam. Okay, here's the cool part to start off with. I'm going to pay for that. So now you're in the real estate game at no cost to you. I'm going to pay for the license, and I'm going to pay for the things that you have to have in addition to the license, which is like E&O insurance, okay? So you've now become a real estate agent for free, which is rare to begin with. Now you have your license. What do you do now? Nothing but live your life, okay? You're not coming in here. You're not helping buyers. That's a completely different thing. If you want to be a real estate agent at Charterhouse and sell real estate, talk to me. That's fine. That's not what this is. We don't expect you to do that. We don't want you to do that because you wouldn't be trained to do that. So now you're just going to your bunko clubs, your bridge clubs, your whatever. Bridge clubs? Uh, whatever. We might have Who some the hell we might, goes to we, we might have some, might have some older people. <laughs> okay, so now, now you're licensed. And now you're in an agreement with us. And <laughs> hey, Nick, you want to go play cribbage <laughs> after this? I, I, uh, actually, yeah. <laughs> Let's go play bocce ball, like old Italian men. I love bocce ball, man. That's a great game. <laughs> All right, so now you're now you're licensed, and now you're living your life. So next time you're at that party, and someone says we're thinking about selling our house, now your job is to say you should really look into Charterhouse Real Estate, and here's why. So anybody that comes on, we're going to prep you. We're going to give you what you need to know to tell our story to people. I should do this. When, you absolutely can. So when people... when people, I have a lot of Twitter followers. So now you've got somebody you're going to refer to us, okay? You've got, a re, you've got a referral, Chris. You're going to refer a friend, okay? okay? There's a form you will fill out with the name and who they are and their contact information. We'll contact them, and if they close, you get paid, okay? How much? You get paid a, a fairly substantial amount of money for what you just did. So like if... I'm not, I'm not going to say that on the podcast. If anybody is interested... Yeah. Tweet at us or contact me, mark at charterhouseiowa.com. I'm happy to give more detail on that, but it is certainly worth your time, and you have literally done nothing but tell the story about what we're doing to make the That's money. a good idea. So, like, in this, the, I don't want to name names, but what we were talking about before we came on the air, I yep. would just get paid for that. Correct. Nice. Correct. So, if you're willing to tell our story, and honestly- That's a we, great, that's a really smart move Yeah, we've set up Charterhouse to be something that is easy to talk about. Yeah. Right? Oh, they're going to save you 10 grand. How hard is it to tell a friend that? It's not can, hard at all, but I you go, might as well get paid when you do it. Can I go on a different rant? That, sure. But it ties into this. Yep. So, like, I've become, like, a hobby of mine is, like, investing and, like, it's what I do for fun. Yeah, weed stocks. We I love it. It's so much fun for me to, like, look over. This is so geeky, but I love, like, when a company, a public company reports earnings to look at its balance sheet. And I, I get, I, it's like... Throbbing eggplant emoji for me. Throbbing? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a weird deal, but I enjoy it. And, like, the more I've, like, studied, like, just, like, all this stuff, the more I realize how dumb most people are. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, with their house. I mean, no offense offense to anyone. Some, Some people are dumb. Okay. But it just, like, it boggles my mind, even, like, friends of mine, like, how little they know about like the value of their home and like when they're going to do like to sell it and you know Ross and I we we endorse Midwest basement systems and like we we're constantly talking to people about like upkeep with like hey if there's a crack in your garage that's a problem 
like you should have that looked at mm-hmm. and like the amount of people who have just let that go for 20 years and then they end up having to pay yeah oh 20 times more because it's gotten so much worse and i just like that would be my pitch for you is like don't be an idiot and like like if if you can save $15,000 on realty fees mm-hmm. like do you know what you could do with that $15,000 the amount of debt you could pay off where you could invest it like yeah. You could put it for your kid's college. Don't be an idiot. The number one reason. Yeah, do due diligence. How, yeah. minimum, right? how do you like that? That's your new charter house. The, the new, don't be an idiot. I, I think this, the number one reason that, um, and there's been many forecast listeners that have used this and know that we're legit because they've been through the process. The number one reason people don't do what should be obvious, which is hire a good firm and save a bunch of money, yeah. is because they believe that it's too good to be true mm-hmm. and we understand that because how do we do what everyone else is doing it's so much less oh, we're just good at it i'll just leave it at that we're just mm-hmm. good at it and we figured it out right yeah so people that are on the fence about charter house and that's not just the podcast listeners it's people that they talk to yeah at least have someone go and google us yeah start there but a lot see of- what other people have said about what we do and then and after that if you still think it sounds too good to be true then okay well, it's a good idea because you guys are uh, – I always thought that the two companies sync together pretty well because we're constantly going up against big corporations. and Yeah. And it's it really is impossible. Like, we can't – I can't, like, put dollar for dollar the same amount of money into tech as the Gannett does. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 not possible. And we can't compete head to head with iReality. Yeah, you're, or you're never going to. But you've got to be creative in ways to do that. And th- this seems very creative. Yeah, and that affiliate way is you know we want ultimately we want an an army of <laughs> Joe's back with cookies. Um, we we want an army of people out there telling our story, and we want to compensate them for it. Yeah. So, so we found a way to do that at very little cost. To oh yeah, nice. Joe, Joe with Community Choice here at our office has got a big cookie. So, um, but yeah, no. To wrap all that up, if what I said sounds appealing to you, get a hold of me. Um, I will tell you more about that. Um, it's not, again, it's not. Oh, that sounds too good to be true. It's not. I'll pay for your license. I'll do some other things um, as well, and you can make extra money, which is not. Let's a, go. A, a bad you can thing. essentially go on a free vacation every year just by pay for that next family trip. Yeah. yeah, pay for that. You know, and here the beauty of it is you don't have to uh, have a party. To sell your friends stuff that they don't want. I think that's a pretty popular way to do that type of thing. Instead of pure romance, like a pure charter party? Yeah, pure charter instead of pure pure romance. A pure pure charty. How about that? That's the one concept I can actually get behind. It's like (laughs) no candles, no whatever. Pure Pure, pure romance. I'll go to one of those parties. (laughs) Shocker to the audience. The best thing ever. I don't know if you all have ever dated a girl. Never. Who like went to one of those in college. Yeah. And then, like, you're supposed to meet up with her later that night. And she's got new stuff. Oh, and she's just, yeah. You, Sorry, I probably it, it, sound, too much. It, it sounds like you no. had a story that you wanted to no, go I'm into sure. there. Uh, my anniversary with my wife was yesterday. That was nice. Happy anniversary. Thanks. That's awesome. Well, does she hate you right now? No, we had a really nice day. That's good. It, actually, it was weird. Yesterday was one of my favorite days I've ever had. Really? Like, it, it's, it's, what did you do? You all know I work too much. Oh, yeah. But, like, we, we got up early. We had to take Cameron to Iowa City to the doctor, and she got a great report on her foot. Awesome. When, is she, when is she done with that, by well, the way? Well, that's technically she can be done now. Okay. Um, because she's passed all the tests, and, like, her foot is, like, totally like a normal foot. Yeah. Although it's odd. If you know anything about it, and this is really becoming a pain, but I won't complain because some kids have way worse problems. Sure. Her... Her her bad foot, we'll call it, is an entire like size and a half smaller. Oh than wow! Her nor- so we have to buy two pairs of shoes for everything. Is that because wow. just it grows that way, or because it was casted the whole time? Yeah, it's just you know basically like her. She was born with a deformed leg. It's actually yeah. a leg thing. It's not yeah. a foot. It, like your foot's just turned in because of your leg. Yeah. And yeah, I mean like her foot was in a cast for a lot of yeah you know half a year yeah or whatever it was. It's just that's just how it's always going to be. So we're we're finally getting to the point now. Like she has these like um, they're kind of like Crocs, but they're sandals. Yeah. And we got them for her like online and didn't think about it. And she, when she like tries to run in them, the right one is just way too big and it just trips her every time. So we've had to like, but but anyways, 
Um, total, she's, new, total new business she's, idea, she's, by the way. Mismatched shoes. You know what like surprised me? Something out there for that. I called Nike, and I probably didn't go. But I went straight to the top, and I really didn't get anywhere. I, I've really fi- Phil just said no thanks. Phil was not having it because uh-huh. I was like, "Is there a way, like, if I order it from you guys corporately or whatever, that you could send me like a six in this and a five on the right foot?" Yeah. And they just were like, "No, we don't have a program like that." And yeah. I was like. All right. I'm glad you're an honest person because a dishonest person would go to the shoe store, like where they have, like, let's say Walmart, where the shoes are out, and they would just grab the five and grab the three and put them in the one box and go buy them. It's like that's now, a, now the shoes are your problem. What's left that is a lot of places though. Like that's I don't a think really Walmart's doing good it. idea. Well, you could do it, Williams, if you wanted to. I'm just saying. It's, uh, but I think some of those other stores, though, they, the cashier checks, right? They want to make sure you got the right oh, size. Oh, not They're at doing Walmart. It. I'm, not I'm checking saying Walmart's that. not doing that. I mean, you could steal oh, a shoe no. rack. Well, let me ask you You this. could take a shoe rack from Walmart if you wanted to. Yeah. If I'm at Famous Footwear. Yeah. And I ask the lady and I say, hey, my daughter's got two different sizes of feet. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you're just up front with them if they'd be like, oh, go ahead and do it. Well, I mean, technically now they've got two uh, two abandoned pairs that they're going to have a hard time selling, right? So just send it back to the manufacturer saying, hey, these these came in the wrong size. I don't know what happened here, but we only got one of these shoes. I just God, find it hard to believe the that there's not a company like a Tom's, but right? Tom's is a good it. company that that is not doing, um, you know, let's just start one. Shoeformities, we'll call it. It's shoes for disformed feet. Shoeformities. I don't like the name. It's a working name. That's actually not a bad name. All right. So but it's a little it, bit and offensive. It, and it's specifically geared towards people that have uh, different size feet. That's what we do. This Because there's got to be more people out there like Oh, this. for sure. I, I would think that it's not just people with club yeah, feet. Yeah, there's got to be some other type of person that has this, this problem. Anyways, we should do a – we did that deal. And, you know, I wish you could. you guys could go – there with me every time I walk into that hospital I have like three people hug me and thank me for the we raised like five grand for them mm-hmm. like that's a really big deal I don't, Iowa City yeah like that I mean that made god that got braces for hundreds of kids I am willing to say that the uh, children's hospital in Iowa City is the only good thing about Iowa City very so, much so yeah I give them props for that they are so. amazing over there yeah it's I, funny my daughter always like she's like any four-year-old hates going to the doctor. Yeah, she's always worried about shots and getting her finger pricked and mm. blood drawn and like any kid. Yep, that's she loves going to the doctor there because yeah. she just she's had such and that these are the same people that were like casting her. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. she's she she associates it with like really positive things. I was never afraid of the finger prick. I looked at it a little bit more exciting. Yeah, it hurts for a second, but the shot they take out the syringe and you can see it coming. The finger pricks, like, at least how it used to be, it's kind of, like, exciting. You it's like, exiting put, the body. You, you, put, you put your finger under that, and you don't know when it's going to happen. It gets you real fast. Like, that is a sick way to look at Ooh, it. It's like getting your ears that, pierced, that's right? That's smarted, but it's not, like, a bad, not a bad smarted. pain at all. So we, uh, we got off we got the pain. Uh, you know, some, some. So I'm not going to read these policies, but Nordstrom has a split shoe order policy. Birkenstocks has a special order for split sizes policy. The HealthyFeetStore.com is a different sized feet policy. The different the Nike healthy. has a one shoe bank program for amputees. So if you just chopped her leg off, oh, you'd be set, dude. Then you could have gotten shoes from dude, Nike. That's called problem solved. Jeez, we got that shoe problem out of the way. Oh, God. Uh, Which is what I threaten every time my kids get hurt. I, I can cut it off. it off. If I can cut it off, I'm gonna if you chop want. your leg off. I'm gonna threaten them. Uh, okay, well, the Healthy Feet, HealthyFeetStore.com had something there. Okay. Well, that's good to know. We got off track on your uh, great day. Oh yeah, but then, so I I legit I got up really early before we left to get all my emails and stuff done because I didn't want it lingering over me, mm-hmm. and I really didn't work. And yeah. we we went to lunch. We went and got Cammy her first bike. Nice first bike ever. So she's all fired up. I mowed my lawn, and I didn't have to, like, rush to get the radio or anything. So I, like, really, you know, I soaked it all in. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, I babied that SOB. She's looking good. You like it, huh? Oh, I love mowing my lawn. It's, like, my favorite thing. There is something nice to, to it. But then the, we, the, the look of a fresh-cut lawn. Oh, yeah. So then, like, we just, like, 
sat out in the driveway and I drank and watched Cameron ride her bike mm-hmm. all night. Basically, we did this for like four hours. Yep, it's a great day. I need more days like that. It's uh, the type day. of day where you don't necessarily do a lot, but it feels good anyway. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you just—it's a day where you just like soak in life. It was—it was the best. I don't do that enough. I, I yesterday was kind of an eye-opening day for me. I don't—I don't do enough. What days kind like of that. Uh, what kind of helmet did you get? There's always a character well, on it. We already had helmets um, from the trike. Yeah, and it—it's got kittens on it. Kittens, yeah. Yeah. Sound, sounds about right. Like yeah. kittens or Hello Kitty? No, kittens. Kittens? All right. One, a cool thing to watch in my life right now uh, is, and I didn't grow up with any of this stuff. You're not that much younger than me. Do you remember growing up and watching cartoons and then they had Power Ranger commercials? Oh, yeah. They showed the kid in the Jeep, like driving rough terrain and all that stuff. I always wanted a Power Ranger. Power I, Wheel. Power Wheels. Power Wheels. Well, there was a Ranger, though, too. Mighty right? Morphin. Power you're, Power Rangers. I, was thought, I was thinking Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. You're no, not talking but about like, that. You're talking about the cars. The cars, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. What, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Pow, pow, power So, wheels. Power Wheels or whatever. I always wanted one, never got one. Actually, didn't know many friends that had one, but now they're much more common. So, uh, Hollis has a bright pink princess carriage, and we live on the perfect street for this. It's a cul-de-sac. No one comes flying in there. So she gets to drive the street. So it's got two doors in it. So Hollis is four. Duke is two. They get in it together, and they cruise. And just the smiles on their faces with the freedom that a four-year-old feels when she's driving a vehicle. It's Hair just, is it, blown in the air. Oh, it's just great. And it doesn't go that fast. We had to teach her what curbs were and things like that. you know. But she's gotten pretty good at it. Although the wife texted me the other day and said she just ran into the car. So at least it was yeah, our at least it was our car, you know. Cameron brakes on the left. I haven't yet. I've tried to teach her how to brake with the bike. Apparently, this is a common thing with a child. They can't go reverse to stop it. Yeah, like I've tried teaching her, and I guess that she'll just get it at some point. It's what everybody's telling me. But she ran over Dirks Ooh. last night. It was not good. <laughs> like like straight middle of the body, tail. Oh yeah, like she no, it was right in the middle. Direct contact. Oh. Uh, yeah. See how they have they try to not Poor hit dude. the dog talk with well, she didn't that she was trying to stop, but she didn't hit the brakes like her old and man she didn't, told her to. Dirks isn't small. I mean, she didn't hell, fall off the bike. Yeah, what the hell happened? is Dirk, Dirks doing staying in there? Right, <laughs> he, he's an idiot. Dirks learned his <laughs> lesson. Yeah, Dirk, really the lesson. Yeah, the lesson should be for the dog, not for the kid here. Then she did a deal where she wanted to drive it over to the park and play at the parks. So we did, and leaving the park, she saw a boy from like her preschool class. Yeah. And she goes, hey, check out my new bike. And she took her eye off and totally tipped it over and racked. Did she, did she, did she cry? She cry? Yeah. yeah, she cried. Yeah, but okay. I, to, I told her, I was like, it's going to happen. But at that age, she's cry, crying more because she was scared. Yeah. Probably than actually being hurt. She wasn't hurt. And it's good for her. She needs to rack a few times. I cry when I'm scared still. She needs to rack. Skin her knees up. Do all that yeah. stuff. Get it, And then you get used to it. And then... And it's not a big deal anymore. Everything seems different from when you're growing up. Like, imagine Cammy, and maybe she'll never do this in uh, another four years or so riding the bike. I used to, you know, I did all the cliche stuff that kids would do with BMX bikes growing up. I put the baseball card in the spokes so it'd make that noise, that yeah. motorcycle noise. The one thing I remember doing a lot, and like, how did I never get hurt? I'd come home in like, do Ghost Rider, yes. where you're going kind of full speed, and you just bail on the bike. So you hit the ground and you're running, and then the bike just crashes into whatever's in front of you, tree or bush, bush. or whatever. Yep. I used to do that stuff all the time. Yeah. I can't even imagine my kid doing that now because we're all about oh, safety. Hel- I didn't wear a helmet. My parents weren't like, that would probably be a good idea. If we got you a helmet, no one was wearing helmets back then. There was one time. I was probably after watching like the movie Rad or something. I thought I'd try to stand up one foot on the on the seat, one foot on the handlebars. Yeah. Did not end well. It did not end well. I know what you mean. I know. You look around like, did anybody see that? I never owned a bike helmet until I married my wife. Yeah. She made me get one. And kids these days don't even, they don't even think twice about throwing it on. For they the made. Like, they just do it. The guy at Shields in Iowa City yesterday made Cameron put on a helmet to test it around the store. Oh, wow. Because I said to him, I'm like, ah, oh, she doesn't need one. He's got training wheels. And he goes, no, like, I'll get in trouble if she doesn't. Corporate policy, man. Corporate policy. And you would think, oh, adults don't need to do that. My neighbor, uh, I do not know if he was wearing a helmet or not, but he was on the bike trail uh, last year going towards the uh, the bridge over there. And something happened. A twig off a tree came down or something. But he ended up going 
head over handlebars and landed, like knocked himself out. Teeth came out. Jesus. Ended up needing surgery, like, on his nose area, like, all this stuff. So, like, the adult kid thing, it's like it's probably a good idea to have a helmet. Like, the ambulance had to come. It was a, bit, a, a big deal. Sit in a lawn chair. Yeah, so. Um, we were, one last thing about when we were kids. Yeah. I told Ross this story the other day. I don't think you'll be able to comprehend it. Maybe I think you might. So when we were kids. Is this like a small town story? Or yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Because this distinctly happened. Ashley and I were both working at our kitchen table one day last week. And like these birds were, you know, like, yeah. tweet, tweet, tweet. Yep. And I, I was getting very agitated because they would not shut up. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, I go, is it bad? that my instinct is to get a gun and go out and shoot those things. <laughs> and she goes, well, why would you, like, where does that come from? And I'm like, I don't know, but I want to go out and shoot them. Yeah. Like, that's really what I want to do to those birds right now. And then I get scare to, them off, right? Like, you don't want to shoot to kill, but if me, they die, so be it. Me and my neighbor, when we were, I mean, 10 or below, would just walk around our neighborhood, like, massacring sparrows. <laughs> With BB guns. This is definitely a small town story. We did that all the time. And not only did we do it, like, the parents were just like, yeah. Those kids are just Good walking around with guns. Totally fine. Nothing to see Like, just, just murdering these innocent yeah. baby birds. And we just did it. And, like, I was thinking about it. Like, could you imagine, like, in the neighborhood that you live in, <laughs> like, a couple of young boys just walking around with guns shooting animals no i can't yeah is the answer to that it's question. crazy like yeah. how much we've evolved my old neighbor here here in ankeny right we had a, a lot of rabbits right they're yeah. freaking everywhere yeah, shoot he hated them yeah so he'd be on the back on his back deck and he'd shoot him i'd see him like pick it a dead <laughs> one up beep, take it to the beep. park that was behind the house and he'd throw it in the garbage can in there i'm sure parks and rec love that <laughs> but he's out there just you know killing the rabbits that are coming and eating his plants chris you're lucky you didn't grow up and become a serial killer that's one of the things animal cruelty that's that's an early it telltale sign. It wasn't cruelty. We were, we were hunting. No, we did not like, do you that. Were you camouflage? I wasn't, like, trying to make them, like, be painful. I was just shooting them. We had big trees. I remember uh, I used to uh, – we used to have, at certain times of the year, starlings land in the oh, trees. Oh, yeah. Those things are and, like, pain in the And, like, ass. thousands of them yeah. at the top of these big trees. So I'd go out there with a couple of pieces of metal and just clang it together, and they'd just all take off at the same time. That used to be a project. Mom's like, go get rid of the, the starlings. Yeah. I know how to do but that. People like the, you know, the tomato gardens and stuff, they put those wire baskets around them, yeah. but then they attach like a little metal tag, and those things kind of flop and blow in the wind, so that it reflects the light, and it bangs around. Yeah. And it, I think it keeps, I don't know, animals away, birds. I don't know if it's just birds or this what. This is why I don't garden. I don't want to put up with any vermin coming around. It's funny you say that because I got out of the gardening business because of the damn rabbits. Yeah. Like, it just wasn't worth it. I'll buy my peppers at hy V. Yeah. Like, I, like I'm just fighting those damn things. I did not, I did not know though, right? this, but we have a podcast listener that uh, happened to buy a, a piece of ground at hy V. Did you know you could do this? hy V has, has gardens. Like, you buy a, a section of a large garden. And you go over there and you tend to it. They must watch it or something. And it's numbered, so you have a number. And then you, I, I don't. I didn't ask why they're doing that. Some people just like to garden and don't want to do it at their house. But apparently, you can go to High V and garden that over there. That sounds like really stupid. I'd rather why I would not want to have to drive to High V to water <laughs> to plants. tend your garden. You're but, you're offending one of your friends right now, by the way. <laughs> so you are probably going to listen to this and feel bad that you said that. I just think that that's a really dumb thing to pay for. <coughs> Sorry, fella. Yeah. You, just, you just got called. Why dumb. wouldn't you just do it at your house? I, I don't want to tear your yard up. I don't. I don't know. Do a raised garden. Oh, there are a lot of neighborhoods where it's, it'd be really tough to have any kind of sized garden because either you know you have a culvert in the back or you know there's not a lot of land. You know, a lot of lot sizes are getting smaller in a lot of. Size. I'm not judging Lots. anybody. I just I think it's a terrible, my money terrible idea. You know, it's all the. <laughs> You're just basically an idiot if you think that's a good idea. I just I don't I don't understand gardening. It's just very easy to go and buy things that are ready for you at the store, and you get them immediately versus having to wait months. And, I yeah. think you had, like, there's some pride yeah. in it, though. Like, oh, I grew this, right? Like, it's a, yeah. yeah I, I, it's called kids, dude. I, I grew those. <laughs> this is my, All right? this those, is my crop. Those are fine. I get a lot of pride out of my children. I don't like, need it out of a tomato. I'm, I'm not doing this. Let me be f- real clear on that. 
But I think it'd be fun to try to grow a marijuana plant. They look like a cool plant. I think they're tough to grow from yeah. what I've, I understand. But I think it'd be kind of cool just to see if can I make this thing work. You know, I, I had a roommate. So if I'm, I had a roommate if I'm in Oregon where it's legal to grow it yourself, I would try that. If it ever becomes legal to try and grow it here, I would definitely try that. I actually read yesterday they're going to start letting the farmers grow like hemp. Hemp, yeah. Maybe you grow some hemp in your backyard. So what is the official I difference have, for you weed and over there between hemp and marijuana? I don't, I don't know. THC. Like, there's a, there's a difference. Taylor Horton Tucker? Yeah. <laughs> That's THT. Um, I don't a, know the exact difference. I I, I, make, I, I'd make an idiot of myself trying to I, I don't know. say what I think might be the I've, difference, but... Okay. I, I believe no I believe there's a difference in the THC content. By the way, shout out to our uh, friend, friend of the podcast, uh, Jack Whiffer, for officially getting the sports betting bill done. Without Jack, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Period. It's a big deal. Period. So Where do you go to school? Uh, I think he was a cyclo. Oh, really? Iowa State. Oh, wow, that's awesome. If I remember right. But yeah, so next, if you like betting on sports, next time you see Jack, say, hey, Jack, thanks, man. Because, uh, yeah, that doesn't happen without Jack. So that'll be, uh, it will be very interesting, by the way. And I, I would not be shocked at all if you guys are doing some type of a live remote for this event, for your show, uh, how it all kicks off at Prairie Meadows. Whatever that opening day happens to be. They're going to make a spectacle. Because it might not be ready by July 1st. Is that what I said? There's no way it's going to be ready. It's legal July 1st. It's not going to be ready because the rules, uh, gaming commission, they need Uh, to set the rules and all of that. What I'm hearing is uh, it should be ready to go by football. Obviously, that makes a lot of sense, right? Uh, But I don't think they have an exact date. It would be like on a day there's like three baseball games. They're all crappy. But you're still going to lay a few Uh, dollars down. Williams, will will you go make a legal Live wager the first day it's available at Prairie Meadows. Would you do that? No. No. Reasons. Oh, I just a lot of detail there. I just like. I mean, I can make a bet right now if I want. And it's a little different, though. To no, I get it. I'll get it. I will get it. I will I, absolutely use utilize it. Yeah. Have you? And I just don't want to be a guy out there I, the first day. I don't think that I'm going to be like, oh, I need to rush out here to place a bet on the Detroit Tigers game. <laughs> you know what I mean? What if there are good odds? Now, what I would do is I would go out there and get my account set up. Yeah. So that way I can place it on my phone and yep. stuff like that. I would be very interested in getting that done. You have likely, because you have not been to Vegas yet, have you ever placed a, a – a wager in a at a sports book, an actual sports no. book. No, it's just there's something about it. The first time you do it, it's, it's kind of fun. I'm gonna be out there during the NBA Finals. Yeah, so I'll probably do that. You should. Yeah, you should. It, there's nothing like being in the book when a huge basket is made that alters either the line or the the, the you know the winner or whatever it is, yeah. and you hear cheering and you hear a lot of mfers and stuff yeah. getting slammed and things T- getting tickets ripped getting ripped up people yeah. just pissed off about for it for people that are l- looking forward to going to prairie meadows just as an fyi uh the space itself is not large don't expect a vegas size sports book because that's not what it's going to be at all i think the majority of people will bet on their and apps is that them anticipating that it won't be the thing it is in vegas i just think it's space they didn't have space to do it, you don't want to spend a ton of money before you know what it's becoming. I think I think they'll have a lot of clientele that will show up, and I think Iowa State games and football Saturdays, the space that they do have will be filled up. There's no question about that. But it's not – I mean, it, it, the room I saw, it's hard to imagine even 200 people being able to be in there at all. It's just not a big space. I would think that they're going to have maybe something set up for the big days, like the, the NCAA tournament where maybe the yeah. the viewing area for the, the horses maybe out there, maybe yeah. like their convention center room, maybe have like some like kiosks set up to take your bets there. Yeah. And then, you know. Because, you know, from Vegas, sports books on Saturdays and stuff, they get crowded, yeah. right? But they also have some couches and they got, you know, various things. But then on like Friday afternoon when we get there, there's nobody in those things either. You yeah. Know? So it's a lot of wasted space through the week, I think. Yeah, it is. So it, it'll be very interesting to see. It's just I'm, I'm glad that something has become legalized. That so many people are doing already. And uh, might as well regulate it, I guess. Get some taxes off of it. Totally agree. And I think it'll there's been so much talk this week and and I I totally understand why about like getting to the athletes and you know corruption and all that stuff but like I just think it'll be easier to catch now like there's gonna be so many more eyeballs on that stuff yeah it's gonna be I I just I can't imagine it'll be 
it'll be exponentially more difficult to get away with that now compared to 20 years ago. You still got to think, like, what would the noise have been made? There was enough noise made this year with the Iowa State-Oklahoma basketball game. Oh, when I everything know. when it's legal, it's illegal. What nine, ten states, something like that yeah, now? More and more, right? So like, there's gonna be a lot more noise made on errors like that. Well, and what's gonna be the policy of you? You will NCAA. You will 100 percent you know? see a difference on something that in that Iowa State Oklahoma game, it was literally the last play of the game. That's something that is very very easy to review. You're not gonna go back to the the first half, eight minutes in, and review those baskets. You just can't do that. But on buzzer beaters that do affect lines and overs and unders and stuff, they will take a look at those. They have to because there's millions of dollars you would think, or they just at say, risk on those games. Sorry, And that's what they you did know. in that game, right? Yeah. But the NCAA did come out and say, at least for the tournament, we're going to look at those. And I don't think any of them came up where they needed to actually do that. But the people that say, you know, as a better, when you're watching a game and the announcers are saying like, oh, that was a meaningless basket, you want to punch him in the face. <laughs> Because a lot of times it's not meaningless to a lot of people, and they need to act like those all matter. I know that I'm probably in the minority here, but I, I'm interested. On you say as the announcer, like how much more open people are about all this now? Like, because in the past, guys like Musburger and even like me when I'm on KXNL, you'd have to be like, "Oh, my friend." Yeah, you know, like it now is like it's been openly is, talked about, like on ESPN for what, well. Did you watch? Years now? Did you watch the NBA last night? By not the way? when they're like calling the games though like they'll yeah, do it on like, like game yeah, day and like sports but okay, like but you never hear game. like That's chris true. fowler being like oh well the, the betting line on this is six and you will hear that sometimes at the end when they kick a field goal like well this won't matter except to a few people out in the desert i mean they'll make those types of comments <laughs> but last night after the nba game was over they were doing their post game for milwaukee and they did so this was on tnt and they did probably a good three to four minute segment with kelly in vegas and another guy where they were specifically talking about the game coming up tonight. They had minus eight. They had the over-under. So this is three to four minutes on national TV where they're talking about the betting angles of this game coming up. So you're going to see a ton more of just that. Lock it in on forward. FS1, right? That's a there's, every yeah, there, day there, is there's a half show, hour show. Yeah, there's just shows about just about sports betting. Um, so it is, a, it is a really popular thing, and eventually it will be legal everywhere. Yeah. So it's going to be part of the culture moving forward. Speaking of gambling and uh, ESPN, did you see the uh, Bear and Stanford Steve apparently both have Baylor and Iowa State in the championship game? For football? Just those two or one of those two? I think it said both of them. It was on the Twitter. They don't have Texas or Oklahoma? That's surprising to me. Those guys are good, though. It's also surprising that someone would steal a shoe rack. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I think – Is Baylor going to be that good? They're going to be pretty good. I like Well, Texas. you got to always pick a couple dark horses, right, to say that you called I mean, it before the season If you look at started. Texas at the end of last year, they're like, Texas is going to be good. Texas is going to be awesome, I think. Yeah. I think that they'll be better in Oklahoma. I'm going to put them number one in my ballot. Who's the next Heisman winner out of Oklahoma? Who do we got now? Oh, Jaylen they got, Hurts. Yeah, they <laughs> might get another one. <laughs> they legit have a shot. Yeah, they might get another one. I think Ellinger, man, I think he's the real deal. I know people hate him. I think Herman's the real deal. Yeah. They've... They've increasingly gotten better every year. He's been there. They're recruiting top five classes left and right. That That is a program that I I saw it firsthand. Any Iowa State fan that went down to that game last year and you walked around Austin before that game, like the electricity is absolutely there when it comes to people being excited about that program again. It's not dead like it was five years ago. Yeah. I don't know. You guys I, look like a cute couple, by the way. KK, you got a smile for a podcast picture. Aren't we cute? Got it. I'll, I'll tweet that out. Chris is sitting next to KK. Looks like his pregnant is wife Is that right poop? Now. Oh, gross. She showed me a picture of a kid who crapped its pants in the in a crib. <laughs> all the way up. smeared oh, it all over. It, every, like yeah. ripped off his diaper. Oh, and he's eating it. Oh, come oh, on. Really? Gross. Stop. Actually, that happened to me one time. I was watching um, one of my niece's nephews, and she took off her diaper in the crib like that. Like, that was, like, her problem. Like, she kept taking off the diapers, and there was there was feces that I had to take care of because I was the only adult there at the time. That's, uh, did you, did Cammy have blowouts, by the way? Like, oh, yeah. Aren't those the worst? You know me. <laughs> those are fun. 
Like I wonder. I do know you. you. Like you didn't care. I wonder. No. Like I wonder if the laxative for a year could get through g- genetically to the daughter. Probably. Yeah. That 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 remains because I think story. that it's ever. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that somebody enjoyed. There's you. there's a whole lot of truth. To it's it's different when it's your kid. Right. I mean, it still sucks. It's never fun. It's still poop. But we we had a situation once where my sister had her kids and they were over and they were staying in our basement. Okay. Well, my sister changed the diaper of one of her kids and set the diaper at the bottom of the staircase. Paisley, our dog at the time, went down there and started eating the crap out of the diaper. And I... And I remember... Dogs look at that as nutrients, dude. I love it. I'll never forget trying to get that diaper out of that dog's mouth. And, like, the poop was in the dog's mouth. And it was like peanut butter in there. Like, trying to to scrape it out. And I'm I'm like... And I'm looking down. I got crap all over my hands. It's getting on the floor. Once you're in it, you're just in it. (laughs) Paisley's choking on it. It's true that they say one man's going to puke. One man's trash is another man's trash. Her eyes are watering right now. It's like, oh, my God. Uh, Charter, who was it you had the issue with to start the show? Uh, Jay Wright. Jay Wright 07. It is Jay Wright here. Uh, Tagged uh, Brent, UC Dub, Jared, and Travis. The Bear and Stanford Steve said Baylor or Iowa State. Sorry, Uh, or Iowa State in the Big 12 championship in their podcast. Yeah, so they probably got Oklahoma or Texas and then a dark horse in one of those. There you go. I think that's fair. You just confused me because I was like, how the hell do you hear what we said? This isn't live. But yeah. that, that must have been an old tweet you were referencing. I, I think that the Big 12 is clearly Iowa or Texas and Oklahoma are, is your top tier. And then I think Iowa State is right there in the second tier. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vote them third. Okay. Fair enough. I'm going to vote them third, and I think that they have a legit legit shot. Okay, so let's, let's talk about I just about wish the, Butler was uh, back, the, man. But the the, getting that kid from – Getting that that wide receiver is huge, though. Let's talk about the recent uh, shoplifting allegations here. Is that going to result in a suspension at all? Do you think? Man, I, I, the, six dollar ninety seven cent shoe rack. So, will you just, just read the report? Oh man, yeah, give me a second here. Because I, I've been gone, and I, yeah, I've I've been gone, and I need to get caught up on all this. All right, uh, fifth degree theft, pled not guilty. Incident occurred January 30th at Walmart, uh, reported by loss prevention with Walmart. Uh, Misdemeanor charges for alleged thefts under $200. Allegedly, uh, the alleged stolen item was a shoe rack worth $6.97. He was cited and released April 5th. Well, if he doesn't, if he doesn't, it'll all just depend on the charge. If he doesn't get charged, cited, like then no, he won't be suspended. Like the whole suspension does not that punishment does not. Does that change that the fact like that you actually smart. stole them? <laughs> no, like, they just well, so happen to drop charges. Well, doesn't change the fact. But that if he did gets it. not guilty, though, like yeah. he, you know what I mean. That's if the, found not guilty. Yeah, that, that's that's different, obviously. Yeah, I want to know who who and why do you steal a shoe rack? I don't know. I mean, that's just like man. You, one day you're like, oh man, I got a shoe problem here. And that can only be corrected by a rack. <laughs> I don't so have I don't have seven dollars, so I'm going to rectify this situation by going to Walmart and just taking the shoe rack, and then my shoe problem is over. Is that the mindset here? I don't know. That's what those are like, the questions I, I want answers to. Gun, let alone mini guns that would necessitate an entire rack. I mean, I do own enough shoes that would necessitate an entire rack, but I don't think that I'd. Uh, jeopardize my future over needing that rack so badly. So was the rack for sale or he stole the rack from Walmart? It was for sale for $6.97. I mean, that's a a a crappy rack. Exactly. That's what that is. I don't know. It's, But, I mean, again, so is there suspension? Does that affect... What's the, is it a one game probably? I if guess. anything, it's a one game. Yeah, I think that, so that merits. Won't affect, uh, I think the that, Big Twelve, any kind of. Anything I think there. it merits a suspension. I do too. Primarily because of an incredible lack of common sense. Yeah. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I mean, you just got okay. You're gonna you're gonna pay the idiot tax right now. Yep. Okay, you were an idiot. Here's the cost. 
don't sh- steal any more shoe racks, let alone anything else. It's just I can't wait till I can just kick my kid's butt the first time they steal something. Which kids do it sometimes. They just like, you know, you don't find out till you're in the van. You're like, where'd you get that? And it's a little trinket or something. It hasn't happened to us yet, but I'm going to rip my kid a new one the day that happens. And then I'm going to march his butt back in there and turn him into the manager and make him cry. He's going to learn a lesson quickly. Could you imagine? Forever banned from the store. About this stuff. Could you imagine Mark, like, grabbing any Wazarike by the ear and pulling him back into Walmart? <laughs> no, you apologize I couldn't for reach. what you did. Yeah, I could I couldn't reach, but that's uh, I'm assuming those aren't small shoes. I bet that shoe rack won't even hold up. Oh man. So what happened to the rack? Do you have to give it back? I mean, where's the story end? I don't know. I, I mean, is the, is the rack in use at this maybe point? Maybe that's how you kind of get away with like not guilty. Like, I, it's not my possession, so I don't know what you're talking about. Here's life advice for all of you out there, especially those thinking about stealing shoe racks. Uh, just don't be an idiot. It's like it's not that hard. Life's difficult enough without making really clearly stupid decisions for no reason. Avoid those, and you'll probably be okay. But just once you go down those paths, just don't be an idiot. That's a good way to leave everybody today. Oh, also, don't be an idiot and use Ryan Grove. (laughs) Wait, that didn't. Don't be an idiot and not use Ryan Grove. I was going to say, don't be an idiot and don't use Ryan Grove to not buy his house. (laughs) You just triple Is that a triple negative? Stamp. You triple stamp oh the double stamp. If you have to buy or sell a house, use Ryan Grove up in Ames. Ryan is the man with the plan in Ames. Uh, and, yeah, you should use him. Hunziker Real Estate up in Ames. Great time of year to buy or sell a house. Call Ryan. Ryan will do you right. And if he doesn't, let us know, and we'll grab him by the ear. and March him back into your house and have march you, him have back him apologize in and have him do for... a better job next time. So Ryan Grove up at Hunziker. Um, also, as a reminder, get a hold of me with what we pitched earlier. Yes. If that sounds interesting to you, if you want to get a real estate license at no cost, if you want to make some extra money, if you want to stop selling Melaleuca or – Melon what? Is that what it is, KK? Melaleuca? I don't even know what that is. God bless you. But it's a thing that people sell – uh, whatever. Uh, get a hold of me, Mark at CharterhouseIowa.com. Have a good weekend, everybody. See ya.